Hello, and welcome to Karen Global's Rockpile Podcast. You know, if you've ever struggled with your calling, I encourage you to join Oma and Lewis, that's me, two weathered, unlikely characters, for sure, who walk out their journey in real time from business, family, ups and downs, out into the technology space and outreach. It'll be interesting, and we hope it'll be fun. Well, we'll try. Buckle up, let the games begin. Welcome. Welcome. This is Oma. And I'm Lewis, and this is Karen Global's Rock Pile. Pile this is co- podcast. Epi- yeah, podcast. This is episode nine, and thanks for coming back and or sticking with us, or for, if you're the first time, <laughs> thanks for showing up. <laughs> That's right. And we want to take a second and pray first. So, Lord Jesus, we thank you for this time together. We thank you that your word goes out, doesn't come back void, that you're blessing this podcast, and it will touch the hearts of the people in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And our scripture verse? And our scripture verse today is Hebrews 10, 24. And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Amen. And so today's spotlighted mission organization is Christ for All Nations. Yes. And Richard Bonke. Is the founder. Right. And he worked in that for, oh, wow, 50 years. Since 1969. Yeah, 69. And he worked in Africa. He's started out in, in um, South Africa. Yes, he was a German. Missionary. Missionary. Evangelist. Then became an evangelist. Yes. In the continent of Africa. Yeah. Or and on the continent of Africa. It was amazing. His, his tent revival started out very small and became gigantic truly a, the huge big tent event. the big tent yes very humble man who just wanted to make the gospel plain and simple and he went home to be with the lord and now yes. daniel colinda i think is his name yes. is the successor his and they're successor. doing the same thing now yeah and still carrying on right. doing amazing things expanded it even um there's bible study tools there's prayer there's, I think you said there was an app yeah, to this, yes, isn't there? there? Is. And, yeah. and it's all on the web. They have a website, of course. It's uh, cfan.org, Christ for All Nations. It's a brief, the words, yeah. cfan.org. So check them out. Uh, and it's amazing that they have 83,328,798 documented decisions for Christ. That's a, that's amazing. That is just absolutely amazing. astonishing. Yes, it so, is. Great organization. Yes. I'd encourage you to check them out. Find out what you can pray for them. If you, the Lord leads you to help them or do something or can contact them or, or whatever the Lord leads, I'd encourage you to check out their website as a start. You know, what's striking is when you go back and read Hebrews chapter 10, it's at verse 24, and let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds not giving up meeting together. You know, you think about this ministry we just talked about and how they now, even now, uh, after 50 years, are spurring people on to uh, to help and to, to minister, you know, lifting people up and asking people to help lift them up. You know, even if they're, even if you're behind the scenes and that's, and that's not, that's not a bad place to be because, you know, you're lifting people up. They don't know who you are. It doesn't matter because God gets the glory. That's right. God gets the glory. So, you know, it's just part of that process that God wants us to learn is to that uh, humility piece is it's not about you. It's about serving, serving behind the scenes, even. Yes. Lifting them up. Yes. And, you know, when we have a goal 
something that we're going toward, you know, and we, we think to ourselves, okay, this is something the Lord's put on our heart. We're going to move forward. We're going to do this. But we have to check our goals. We have to check those out with the Lord. And we have to make sure that we're not putting ourselves before Him. Yeah, we talked about yeah. that the other day, about making sure that we're following at the speed in which He's opening the doors. Yes. We want to, we want to be um, united with each other in one accord lifting each other up. Yeah, whether you're in a ministry or you know, like we're here at Care Globals working together uh, here behind the scenes in order to, um, this is what this is about. It's about helping people. That's what Care Globals, the whole mission the, is the to help The whole mission people. is that, yes. Is to help people, help other people. Yes, and which is really the opposite of what the world wants to do. The world wants to get all the glory and all the credit for everything. And this is not what we're, that's not our heart. No. And, that's not what we need to do. And even though we're on YouTube or we're on a podcast, we're only doing this so you'll know we even exist. <laughs> you wouldn't even know these two unlikely people are even yes. here if we didn't speak up. So we have to get out there and at least get the message. And we have to have people that will lift this up and spread the word because... This it, is just the start. This is just the start. This yes. is not the goal. The website's not the no. the actual cairn. That's just no. the start is to get a presence so people will know mm -hmm. something's coming. That's it's like right. putting a tent out in the desert. If you put the tent out there, you it's know gonna revival's draw coming. Yeah, yeah people, it's so this draw is attention. trying to draw attention, not for our sakes. No. But it's to draw attention. And the whole thing about this podcast is to show people what God can do through, can regular, do through ordinary regular, ordinary people, people like us. Yes, and then that's exactly it. You know, when we were um, young, um, I was with a lot of ladies in our little street, and none of us had very much. None of us. It was all struggle. And we decided that we were going to do like a little co-op. So we're going to, we all had children within like stair-stepping ages of each other. So that what we did is that we we swapped clothes because kids were growing so fast. You know, they're not wearing yeah, them shoes. out. You wear shoes, them out. Yeah. jeans, they're not wearing those things out. Strollers. Yeah. And so what we did is we were passing these on. You you turned in something, you got something. And uh, also for babysitting, you right. know, we could use poker chips and use them as a, a way to say, okay, you get a certain enough, you know, enough of them, then we're going to babysit for you and I'm going to. Yeah, we need four yeah. for every time we went out. Yeah. And so it just was a little thing that we did to lift each other up, to encourage each other, because we also went out and prayed together, walking, this, walking our street with our little strollers and whatnot. The idea behind that was to just give each other encouragement, accountability, and to just pray for our area to see God grow there, to see, to see people grow. Right, encouraging each encouraging. other, not just... You know, people encouraging you, but you encouraging others. Yes. So all of you in that, that cul-de-sac in which we lived in. And the word spread among the neighborhood that this was going on. And other people wanted to come and get involved because yes. they understood the benefit of that. So mm -hmm. it wasn't like everyone went out and said, hey, look what we're doing. They just heard about it. They say, well, oh, you know, I you wanna, guys. You know, I want to get involved. Yeah. yeah. There was a lady who could do birthday parties like I've never seen before. And she was so creative. And she would... Um, well, let me do the birthday party because I can. I love and, this. And, she, and everybody pitched in a certain amount yes. of chips, and she got chips to have people. I mean, watch she her could meet. take a cardboard box you would not believe, and she make. <laughs> she'd make. All of a sudden, it was a circus in a backyard, well, or it was a, 
a yeah. train thing right. in the backyard. It was amazing the kind of crafts that yeah, she Yeah, that's not the way kids are. You can get a box yes, and they get a love box it. And they'll play they'll with buy that. a toy, they won't play with it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> kids always play, play with a box. The box of the toy. Yeah. yeah. Forget the yeah. toy. Yeah. Go throw that out. I'll play but it later. lifting each other up in a way that um, edifies the Lord even works in business. Yes, yes. And it's sometimes, well, a lot of times it's difficult in business because this, even today's culture, you, you can't really speak out, you know, why you're doing something, you know, saying, hey, you know, you can't talk about the Lord overtly. Overtly. So you have to yes. do it through your behavior. I mean, you can, but the consequence could be you lose your job. And that's that's a call you have to call when yeah. God puts it on your heart. Wasn't it St. Augustine who said you can show Christ through behavior? Uh, well, it was... Uh, more than is what I do. Yeah, it's one of the yeah. early church fathers. One of those guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> those guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm not a scholar on, yeah, well, on that's church okay. history, it doesn't but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's fact to matter. It's true. Our behavior speaks louder than our words. Yes. And, you know... Because people are watching us. Oh, absolutely. And it doesn't matter what level of corporate America you're in. Uh, from executive all the way down to whatever people are watching you, and of course they don't hold you to the standard they hold, but that's okay. We you understand that, and we do, and I did, and you know, sometimes when you're working in the upper levels of corporate in America, business, yeah, they get a whim about doing something, and and you can hear this, you know, if you've been in corporate America from the bottom going up, it's the same um, argument. The people on top don't know what the people on the bottom are actually doing. And sometimes, right. unfortunately, that is true. Yes. More true sometimes yes. than, than not. And they'll get a whim. They think that they can transfer this to outsource. some other. Yeah, yeah. outsources mm-hmm. to some foreign country. But they forget about the legal ramifications, et cetera, et cetera. Or they don't really think about the personal Well, they're impact. not thinking about the people. No, they're not thinking no. about the impact financially and emotionally towards the people they're replacing. Right. And that was the case, you know, my job was to try to avoid that from happening in one of the departments I was overseeing. They got a whim. They're going to outsource this whole entire department, which is about 25 people. Mm-hmm. So you got on a plane. In the middle of Midwestern United States. <laughs> yeah. So I got on a plane and went out there to try to assess what was going on and make the, uh, the case to keep them. Uh, unfortunately, I thought I was coming out there to fire them, but that was not what I was there for. I didn't want to tell them what I was there for because I was going to be there for a week. But what happened was I was able to figure out what they were doing and I was able to help them design the process for themselves so they could work and do the things with the people they have without any additional need for personnel and make the case that keeping it the way it was was far more cost effective and beneficial for the company in multiple ways than outsourcing it to another country Mm -hmm. and starting all over again. And, and you streamlined the process, I believe. Yeah, we they did. Yes. They did it. All they I did, did was it. encourage yeah. them encourage to do them it. what needed. Yeah. And, it, you know, they didn't know that that was the reason until after I'd already moved on. And, which is a good thing. Which is a good thing. And they kept the, the department. And it's, from my understanding, it's still running today and as efficient as it was before. Yeah. And they have and their so jobs. The, yeah. And the point of that. Was to lift people up to, to encourage them to do um, because they knew their job. They knew what needed to be done. They knew the processes. They just needed to have the uh, flexibility to change the process to modernize it themselves without somebody, some CEO or senior vice president, telling them what to do when they've never done it themselves. Right. And so, you know, part of the thing is, you know, we have to recognize that when we're dealing with people, if we haven't walked in their shoes, whether it be their life or their business or what they do each day and don't understand what they're doing, Far be it from us to tell them what to be doing. That's right. (laughs) 
Isn't that the truth? Yeah, you know, it's uh, in in doctoral program, one of the leadership uh, studies that we did was on servant leadership. And part of the process is is serving other people. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's amazing what people will do when you serve them. And, uh, you know, you talked about... Uh, the other day we were talking about you know being helping people up the ladder, yes. not pushing people down the down, ladder, yes. or yes. climbing over people on yeah. the ladder, which is typically <laughs> yes. what happens in or, corporate America. Or, yeah. yeah, they're climbing over top of you to yeah. get there, or, or yeah, stabbing you in the back. Yeah, you know, it's like if you want to get replaced, the old saying back in the day, you want to get a new job, well, you got to find somebody that's good to take yours. Yes, well, <laughs> and a lot of that is you want to emulate the kind of teaching them, the kind of things that you want. To see. Right. Oh, you want to show Christ, show by, Christ. and, and yes. showing people compassion. with integrity. Because, you know, like uh, at the end of the day, when we're all in a 12 by 12 room, sitting in a rocker chair, all retired and things are done and we're just enjoying ourselves. No, you, I'm want, not. you want to be able to sleep at night, you know, <laughs> yeah. you want to be able to sleep at night knowing that you didn't put somebody out in the pasture just because it was convenient. Right. Nobody easy. wants those kind of regrets. No, no. Because, no. you know, firing somebody they'll say is is easy and it's not oh it's never easy it's, it's never easy and if it is then you, you need to get a, another you need life. to assist that <laughs> another yeah. life someplace else because <laughs> yeah because that is a hard thing well yes. you every time you're you changing list, their whole life yeah you're impacting yeah. them financially their family and everything about them yeah you are just for a whim to send it to somebody else yeah. anyway so you know lifting people up that's right encouraging them and helping them to see what their possibilities are because a lot of times we, we don't do that, like Lou said. But in the mission world, uh, we go out and you talk to people and you're, you're encouraging them and helping them in whatever situation they're in. And by doing that, you're showing Christ and you're creating that relationship where you can be authentic and real to them and living with them and showing Christ with them now really means something because the rubber hit the road. Well, yeah. And the thing about, and maybe this is older because I, back in the day when I was seminary and missions is that, you know, you're not going in there to, to do something because you think you have a better way because you're a different culture. You're going in there to participate, understand what's going on. And if any fashion you can assist, help them. Yes. Not help them help themselves is provide resources if you have them and let them determine what they need to do with the resources that you may have that they don't. Yes. And, yes. And you're coming alongside. You're not dictating. Yes. And that's the difficult part. People think, well, I'm going to go in there and I got all this money. I want to dictate where this money goes and what happens. The thing is what you, just like in the business world, what they thought was going on was not really what was happening, but the employees figured out the solutions for themselves. And guess what? If they solve their own problems, they're invested in that fix, that solution. They will work it. Yes. If you fix the solution, you they're going to wait for you to do wait it for again. You to do it. And, <laughs> yes. and it's going to fail and you're going to yes. fail right along with them. But if you give them the resources and the tools and let them fix their problem, whatever that problem is. Yes. That's the solution. Well, that's a wrap. Thanks for joining and sticking with us today. Please subscribe to Karen's Rockpile podcast. We're on most podcast sites, Spotify, Podbean, Apple, Google, Samsung. Also, our website and Spotlight organization are in the podcast description. Please share it with your friends, family, or anyone you know. Join us next week. Until then, stand firm, be the light, and most importantly, pray. Blessings.